Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here, and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. Our guest today is Swiss. Swiss is going to talk about her life this year in 2019. She has overcome quite a few things and learned lots and lots of lessons throughout the way about herself, about others, and how she operates in the world. She's going to talk to us about battles, overcoming them, and how you can move past feeling even when you feel like you are in the lowest point of your life. So, Swiss, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. Why don't you just start telling the audience kind of briefly about yourself, um, some of the things, like you said, you've experienced this year, and how you've kind of been moving through them. Okay. Yes, I actually uh, was born and raised in a completely different country. I was born and raised in Switzerland, and then I got to the United States when I was 16. So I guess you could kind of get to know a completely different culture, completely different lifestyle. And for me, it was, it was kind of like a dream coming true, coming to the United States. A lot of people always ask, how did you end up over here? And uh, why don't you go back to Switzerland? It's so beautiful and this and that. But I've had a life and a past there that I kind of was trying to run from. And I also always loved the United States, wanted to come over here, start afresh, and just wanted to kind of restart a life, if you want to say that. Uh, so I did get that chance because God really opened doors and opened them in, in a kind of way that was absolutely impossible looking from a natural kind of point of view. Uh, the way that we've gotten accepted into the United States, how we got in our dual citizenship really quick as a family and everything, and just being called to the United States was for us, it really was, it was God really opening doors. And for me, it was a brand fresh new start. However, with that, it was always me wanting to change things, wanting to overcome a lot of things that happened um, when I was very young, a lot of traumatizing events and those kind of things. And I thought just running from it is solving the problem, running from it, praying for the people that hurt me, um, forgiving, moving on, that's taking care of the problem. But however, that's not really what life is really it's kind of hunting you down later on if you do it that way. And the thing is, a lot of us do it that way. We just try to run from the problems and the pains, thinking that, oh, okay, you know, we're moving forward. We're just putting on this face to our friends and our loved ones and our family members where, where we think that's, that's really going to take care of the issue, and it's not. Uh, instead, we actually really have to face it. We have to work through it, which, of course, brings you to certain lows in your life. Well, ask never really dealt with a lot of issues and problems from when I was very young. So this year, what happened, I lost somebody that was close to me uh, at the beginning of the year, and that brought back a lot of the old baggage that was hunting me down for years and years and years, but I didn't want to face it. Instead, I thought, if I just put up a wall and don't let anybody see behind that wall, that's, that's going to take care of it, and I'm just going to be okay. I'll be fine. I'll just be the cool girl all around and I'll just fit in into all the circles and I'll just be that kind of girl so nobody can really see what I really was really facing and going through. And yet losing that person feeling that kind of fear of abandonment again that I felt as I was very young 
brought it all back with it. So, of course, I tried to be the superhuman. I tried to be the supergirl that a lot of us try to be. We can do it all on our own. We don't need any help. We got this. We're strong enough to make it through it all. But I had to come to the realization that I can't. I have to reach out and find some help to really work through the things that need to be worked through. So I did continue praying about it. I, I started uh, turning back to God and just saying, God, I, I don't know how to do this anymore. I can't take this on my own anymore. It's been so heavy on my heart and it's been so heavy on my shoulders and it drags me down more and more and more through every relationship, through every friendship, through so many things where I took things so personally that should have never been taken personal but yet never dealt with it and never wanted to reach out to somebody asking, hey, how do I overcome this? Hey, how do I go from here? How? But instead, just wanted to be the superwoman, making it seem like I can make it through it all. I can handle it. It's no big deal. You know, everybody goes through things. Everybody faces challenges. It's all good. Everybody else can do it. I can do it too. And just finding every possible excuse for me to really just tried to do it on my own. But at some point, I just had this break, breaking point, if you want to call it, the, the breakdown where I couldn't manage it on my own anymore. And I really had to start looking for help. And I was like, okay, how do I go from this? Do I just keep talking to God about this? Do I actually really get some professional help? But then, of course, you got a whole bunch of thoughts that mess with you, making you feel like you're not enough. You can't do it. You're failing. You're not mentally stable. What if they prescribe you medicine, then they're really going to tell you you're ready for a mental institution when you're not? You're not at all. It is totally okay to have those moments in your life when you really look back and say, okay, and now enough is enough. I have to deal with this and I have to deal with this now. And I felt like I've come to that point a couple of months ago where I really have to say, I want to change things in my life. I want to do better, but I can't do that if, if I don't change things and habits and the way I think and some things in life. So I have to deal with it and I have to deal with it now. If I really want to come to the point of happiness that I really want for so long, things have to change in my life. And so I have to get some help with that. And just really quickly, I wanted to provide a little bit of context for the audience because you said some really strong points. And I think it may be, may be able to help people even relate on a deeper level. Now, do you mind describing your relationship with the person that you lost? No, I actually, he was a really good friend of mine for four years and was a very close friend of mine. And then I actually ended up dating him for four and a half years. So it was a pretty strong relationship. However, also got to say, I put anything and everything into the relationship going right. 150% right. Um, and really putting my heart into it and, and putting my life into it and just wanting it a certain way. But the other person wasn't quite ready yet. And that's totally okay, too. Um, right. And I had a, a lot of friends and a lot of people kind of telling me, hey, you know, he's, he's not quite there. He's not ready. I just don't think that this is the relationship you should actually be in, especially be in with all your life and all your heart. Yet I felt different about it. So I did put anything and everything into it. So, of course, you know, also because of, of the fear of abandonment and because of everything that happened in the past, I was afraid of failing again. I was afraid of messing it up again. So I rather just stick with what's comfortable 
it was kind of like a zone that you know a little bit, you know. Right. So you'd rather stick with that than really listen to the people that absolutely love you and trying to tell you, hey, you know, you're kind of trying to find your own ways, but yet you're still not sure about it either. Right. And I think um, a lot of people can relate to that in a lot of different things, um, whether it's a romantic relationship or a job or other situations in their life. But a big point I wanted to show just to really make sure people felt the pain point. Like you said, you put everything into that, that consumed, um, that relationship consumed a lot of you. And like you said, trying to really make it be something. And so when it was unexpectedly taken away, there is one, yes, the sense of loss and grief of this person. But for you, that was like a big part of who you were operating as. Um, you know, all that you were putting into that role, into that relationship. And what did it feel like for you afterwards? And what was the point or what did you see? What was happening in your life afterwards where you said enough is enough and I really do need to get help? Well, for the first two months after he passed away, um, I was kind of just numb. I didn't feel like anything was off. I felt like, oh, you know, it's not as bad. A lot of people kept calling, kept checking on me and were like, just giving me warnings, what's coming? And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. And then after two months, I kind of had my first breakdown. I mean, I just broke down. I ended up just crying and not being able to explain it. It was just like, what is going on? Why do I feel like I can't do anything right at this point? Why do I feel so low right now where I, I legitimately was like, how am I supposed to get through this? How am I supposed to get out of this? Am I going crazy? Why can I not think straight? Why can I not operate right? Why am I so distracted right now? Why am I not myself? I just felt so off at that point. And really also, you know, like not just the grieving thoughts, but also thoughts of depression, thoughts that you aren't good enough, that you can't do enough, that you're not going to make it through, that it's never going to get any better, that you just feel lost at that point. And I was like, what is going on? I mean, I've lost people in the past. I had, I had people walking away before relationships that didn't work out, jobs I lost, just all these things, but I never really dealt with it. So now all of that coming back, I was like, okay, mm. now I really, I have to stop running. I have to stop running. Me just going when somebody passed away, just going to a chapel or two, lifting up my hands, praising God, singing worship, that's not solving the issue. Me just, I lost a really good friend of mine 10 years ago where it was like that. I was in college at that point where I was just like, okay, I miss him. I miss him a lot, but I never really talked about it. I never really brought it up or anything like that. And I think that all falls back with, um, I started reaching out with professional help, started seeing a therapist, which at first I was scared of as well, because I was like, if you need a therapist, that means you're going crazy. And I don't want to like be marked as that. But everybody was like, no, it's absolutely nothing like that. You seeing a therapist is completely okay. And you're reaching out for help that you should have done 15, 20 years ago is absolutely okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So I started seeing a therapist and she actually really got back to the point where you kind of feel that, that abandonment again, that you felt ever since you were a little girl, you felt abandoned. And I said, yeah, but this one's different. This one isn't like somebody just walked away from me or somebody abandoned me or, or anything like that. 
this person didn't have a choice to. Mm-hmm. But my therapist saying it doesn't matter. It's still connected to those feelings that you never dealt with as a little girl. Right. And so I was like, wow, that is really deep. <laughs> that is really, really deep. And I never even knew there was a fear of abandonment or that I was still going back to that. I thought that was all dealt with and taken care of. And apparently it isn't. So it was really interesting to me that it's all going back to that and just really feeling anger, but not wanting to admitting it as that, um, dealing with a lot of feelings that I just never wanted to admit and allow to come to the surface. Yes. And I think you talked a lot about that in therapy, how you really had to go back and fight some old battles, kind of uh, like we talk about, like with Sankofa, how we sometimes have to look back at our past in order to go forward. And the Sankofa bird signifies that. And you really had to kind of go back and look at your past and kind of fight those battles because they were still coming up just in different ways. And that was what you really needed to do as far as rediscovering yourself and discovering who you were. What have been the biggest lessons you've learned and would share with the audience for anyone else who's going through, whether it's losing something that meant everything to you, whether it's just feeling like you don't know how to push forward, whether it's the same thing, feeling like you were at the lowest point in your life. What lessons have you learned and what words of encouragement would you give to others who may be in a similar place? For one, especially when you are in a stage where you really feel like you are in the lowest valley. It is absolutely okay to be there, but don't stay there. Get back up and keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward because I really want to tell you that's not the end of your story. Um, I keep being encouraged, especially by reading the Bible. Some of the biggest people in the Bible, that, especially King David, a man after God's own heart, but yet so many of his psalms were written when he was at the absolute lowest of his low. And just really that encourages me every Every single time when I don't feel like I'm not going to make it out this time, I'm not going to be able to push forward. I'm not going to be able to be strong enough. But let me tell you, you always will be. You always will have that strength and you can do that. But you got to get back on your feet and you just got to try again and not give up. You can fail once. You can fail twice. You can fail 150 times. You can always try again. And I also just want to encourage you because if you want to stay in your comfort zone all your life, you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to regret that you never took any risks and you didn't try again and you didn't, you just gave up. You stayed in your anger stage. You stayed in your unforgiveness stage. You stayed in the things that happened, all that kind of stuff, wanting to be more a victim rather than overcoming and become stronger and greater. Because really, you going through those struggles are going to make you stronger. You are going to get out of it a whole lot stronger than you were before. So really see that as an encouragement. It might take a couple of weeks. It might take a couple of months. It might take a couple of years. And it is totally okay. And the other thing is really, don't be ashamed to just be yourself. Don't be ashamed to talk about what you're struggling with. Don't be ashamed. Find that support group that you can't really talk to, that you can open up about to some people that's close people, that's an inner circle. Some people it's complete strangers and it is totally okay. It is not going to make you crazy. It is not going to, because a lot of times the fear just wants to hold us back in that low stage and wants us to push us to give up. And that's not what we were created to do. We are here with a plan and a purpose. And so whenever you are at that low stage, that's not the ending of your story. 
but you can get out and you can become stronger and you will overcome it all. You really can. Awesome. So Swiss, tell the audience how they can continue to follow you on your journey. You can stay connected to Swiss on Facebook by going to facebook.com, find yourself zero one. Again, that's facebook.com, find yourself zero one. Swiss, go ahead and will you go ahead and let the audience know what are some quotes that you live by? What's your daily mantra? What's kind of been pushing you through and pushing you forward through this tough journey that you've been going through this year? For me, and ever since, and I'm putting that on every happy birthday post that I'm putting, um, it's really, you'll just enjoy every moment and live life to the fullest. Enjoy every moment and live life to the fullest. And sometimes that includes the challenges, that includes the not so good times of our lives. But I'm telling you, even though you will get something great out of if you do it the right way. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Swiss. And for those of the audience don't know, this is Swiss' first time really coming forward and telling her story publicly. We are always so, so, so grateful for anybody who comes on the show, guests always, but definitely when individuals come and share such vulnerable parts of their life, especially for the first time. So thank you so much for that. You are encouraging to me and to others and shows that we can just like push through anything. And there really is nothing to be ashamed of. Thank you so much for your time. You are doing great on your journey. You have went through so much. It's been such a tough year for you, but you are really overcoming. And we just want to tell you, I just want to tell you that I'm very proud of you and proud of everything that you're stepping forward and even doing now, like taking it to the next level. So thank you so much for being a guest on the show, Swift. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Until next time. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals. 